This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 544. Five famous quotes that teach American kids their worldview. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. What books did you read as a kid? Today, we'll read out five quotes that show up in American kids' books, and we'll talk about how these books influence the way we view the world when we get older. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? Hey, Lindsay, not too much, not too much. How are you? I am good. Michelle, were you a reader when you were a kid? Did you like to read? Yes, I loved to read, and my mom would read to me, and my dad (laughs) would read to me, and I I liked to read a lot. What about you? Yeah, I did. What was your favorite book when you were a kid? Mm, I, I remember... Well, I really liked Shel Silverstein poems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I really liked, um, there's this book, um, Caps for Sale. Mm hmm. And what else did I like? Oh, like some Dr. Seuss stuff. And now it's, now it's fun because my nephew, uh, like, you know, we read to him a lot. And whenever he's over at my parents' house, we're reading him, you know, my, my old books and my brother's old books. And so I kind of get to relive them. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. I, I I used to like um well I used to like Where the Wild Things Are, which is what oh, I mentioned that my niece one. loves. Right. Yeah. And I used to love the Polar Express also, mm. just because the the illustrations in that are so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love kids' books. Yeah. I mean I like talking about it. It makes me feel like a kid again. Me too. I love it. And I think that there it's really interesting because I you know, we start to learn our cultural scripts. Oh, our views. And Good Night Moon. Sorry. Oh. That's another one. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. Yeah, no, we start okay. <laughs> we start to learn our cultural scripts. Sorry. No, Lindsay. I mean I think that some some books are like universal. Like I wonder if our listeners know the Polar Express or where the wild things are or Dr. Seuss, but I do feel like, you know, I, I watched my niece. I went up um, on Sunday to spend the day with my niece. Mm. Uh, and, you know, she's already learning cultural, her cultural worldview, obviously mm. based on the views of her parents, of my brother mm. and my sister-in-law. And it's like from that very young age, we're already picking up our ideas on how the world is set up, how things are structured, you know, what reality is from that young age. It's so interesting. And I think yeah. we can tell a lot from children's books um, about our culture and what the right. messages are that we're getting, you know? Right. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, for example, like, I know that Dr. Seuss is huge in yes. 
in American culture for kids. Now, I wonder if for our listeners, so guys, let us know in the, what's today's episode? It's number five, what, five, four, is it five, four, four, or five, four, four. Yeah. Come over to our blog. We want to hear from you today, guys. Come over to allearsenglish.com, type in five, four, four. Tell us if Dr. Seuss is big in your culture. I'm I'm curious about that, but I do think that this quote from Dr. Seuss, oh, the places you'll go, is kind of cultural and it kind of leads us towards this kind of individual mentality mm-hmm. of just like adventuring out on our own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So can I read the quote? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. It's going to make me feel like I'm out of graduation. It's a very famous quote that's used in graduations. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I put this as my pick, but then I realized that we were oh, going to talk about you it did, already. You picked this one too? <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I changed it. It's okay. I changed it to a different one. But yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can you read it like you're at a graduation? Yeah. So this is something that not only do we read this as kids, we also hear it at graduations oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. At like every graduation. Every graduation. So here it is. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own and you know what you know. And you are the one who'll decide where to go. You know, I mean, usually this, this again, this quote is used at American graduations and that's great and we feel so inspired. But if you look at it, like it's very cultural. You know, you think like you're on your own and you know what you know. It's a very individual kind of mentality. Like I've got my education. I've got my feet. I've got my shoes. Right. I'm ready to go. And there's nothing about like support from our family. There's not, it, it, I'm not trying to criticize the quote. It's fine. Like it is what it is. But if you just look at it from that perspective, like I wonder, I'm just kind of wanting to ask our listeners today, you know, would a quote like this be used at your graduation if you're in Japan, for example? Would it be right. used in Korea? Would it be used in Russia? Like I just want to hear from you guys. I find this really interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's. That I mean, yeah, I love Dr. Seuss. That's an inter- interesting uh, question. Yeah, I would love to hear from our listeners. Yeah, I mean, it, we think about how the norm in U.S. culture is to move out of your parents' home at age 18. Well, age 18 for college, and then it's kind of looked down upon to some extent to move back in, even though it is happening more and more now. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you finish college and you're 23, 22, and you're moving back into your home, that's not really such a good situation. You don't really want to do it. Would you agree with that, Michelle? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's typically, you know, looked at, I don't know. <laughs> Poorly. It's looked down upon. Yeah. Like, well, let's be honest. Like, it's looked down upon. So, I mean, this quote, it, it just, I don't know. I I just think it's fascinating what we can learn from these quotes that were that were read as children, then were read these quotes again when at a big milestone like graduation, and right. it just reiterates like what the culture expects of us. Right, 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 right. That's so true. Yeah, it's so interesting. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so let's look at a couple of other quotes. And I want to remind our listeners, guys, go back to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts to get the transcripts from today to grab them. Yes. Okay. So Michelle, why don't you throw out, let's skip ahead and why don't you throw out one oh, of the quotes okay. that you, that you liked? Was there another quote that you liked and it okay, meant something yeah, to I you? Have two. Okay. <laughs> okay. So 
The first one was from Winnie the Pooh in honor of my nephew who loves Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, um, so A.A. Milne, um, and it is how lucky I am to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. That makes me want to cry. Yeah. I mean, I like, I feel like, um, this is one that would also be used at the end of college, you know, when you've made good friends oh, and you have to say goodbye. Yeah. 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 Or the end of high school, like when we're signing yearbooks and things. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, this idea of being thankful for, you know, what you had and, um, you know, yeah. that I don't know. It's yeah. Very nice. I like that. I like that because it's true. Like, we, you know, when we graduate from high school in the US, like there's never a guarantee you're going to end up in the same state or the same college as your friends. I mean, right. my we got all scattered all over the U.S. when yeah. with my friend group. Um, you know, some of my friends went to college in Connecticut. I went to Virginia. I had a friend who went to New York State. People mm-hmm. went all over the place. So mm. it's kind of an emotional time in the U.S. when you finish high school. Everyone's going off to college. You are saying goodbye. Like you're not staying close to home most of the time. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I think about. You know, even when, even when I'm like with my nephew or, you know, my family for a weekend and then I come back up, you know, and I'm always so, oh no, I don't want to say goodbye, even though I'll, I'll see them again soon. But still, it's like, but you know, it's a good thing, you know, even though I'm always sad to say goodbye, it's still, you know, well, I'm lucky. Yeah, exactly. You're lucky. I mean, I like this. This is kind of a gratitude. Like, yeah, we, we need yeah. to sit back and reflect. I mean, I still have this gratitude practice going with my friend on text and we, we reflect every week or so or every couple, t- couple times a week about what we're grateful for. You know, yeah. and sometimes we don't realize what we have. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let me throw out another one that I liked, another quote that I found okay. from a children's book that I thought okay. was interesting. Okay, this is more about kind of like believing in ourselves, right? So mm-hmm. this is from J.M. Barry from the Peter Pan book, right? So Peter Pan, another famous story, right? Mm-hmm. And I Very wonder, I, I bet our listeners know, I'm sure they know about Peter Pan, but here it is. The moment where you doubt whether you can fly, you cease forever being able to do it. Ooh, <laughs> Peter Pan, Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. So we talk a lot on this show about self-doubt. You know, and this is, mm-hmm. you know, this goes across cultures. So with this one, I'm not really interested so much in American culture versus other cultures and the scripts that we learn, but it's more about like the human conundrum, like this self-doubt that, that affects all of us to some extent. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. It's, you know, it's very motivating to not doubt yourself at all. And uh, I think that, I think that a lot of people struggle with self, self-doubt. I think that's very common. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, it's a human thing. Um, yeah, so, exactly. So yeah. this is I, li- I like this one. And that's one thing that I like about kids. Like they don't necessarily doubt that they can accomplish something like at a certain age, they start to develop this awareness of self, mm-hmm. this self-consciousness. I think it's like seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. But like before that, like my niece is only two, two and a half now. And mm-hmm. you know she can do whatever she wants. She can do anything. She doesn't think like, can I do it or can I not? You know, it's just it's so magical. Right, right. Absolutely. Oh, kids are the best. Yeah. So thinking for our listeners, you know, what does this have to do with learning English? I'm sure you guys have already made the connection. We don't need to make it for you. You know, Mm -hmm. try to find a way to work on, you know, if you have pervasive self-doubt, you know, try to find a way to work with that. You know, maybe it's a certain habit of mind that we can work on and we don't have to be caught and paralyzed in self-doubt. Right, right. Good lesson, Lindsay. 
Good one. <laughs> Michelle, do you have any any other quote you want to share that you like? Sure. So this one is E.B. White from uh, Charlotte's Web, which is... Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. A big tearjerker. <laughs> That's big right. <laughs> Woo! Okay. All right. <clears throat> Why did you do all this for me? He asked. I don't deserve it. I've never done anything for you. You have been my best. You you have been my friend," replied Charlotte. "That in itself is a tremendous thing." Oh, that's so nice. I used to re- read this book, Charlotte's Web. This is another another example of a very popular children's book. Um, yeah, I used and to the, read this and the like, card, every day. the movie, and the book, and the movie. And- oh yeah. So what's the lesson that kids are learning here? Friendship friendship yeah, yeah yeah just just being someone's friend is enough you know like yeah. sometimes just listening is enough um right. it's not that you have to go off and do all these special things for someone it's just being in the presence of someone and you know and again it's it, this translates to the business world if we want to be successful in our lives and our careers you know in our char- charismatic connector course we talk about how to show that you're listening and i really believe genuinely that, that is such an important skill michelle Mm-hmm. that what we want as human beings is to be heard by others. Right. So when we learn a new language like English, we need to know how to show people that we're hearing them. Not that we agree, not right. that we are going to do what they say, but that we hear them. Like we can sit there and listen and they can feel acknowledged, you know? Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, I know this one makes me... Ah. Yeah. I don't know. All of these make me a little like... I don't know. I guess because it makes me nostalgic. <laughs> makes you nostalgic for yeah. um, for your childhood. Childhood. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sounds like you had a good time in your childhood. Yeah, Michelle, yeah for sure. Yeah, no. Um, I, you know, so yeah, fun. I was very uh, lucky to have a nice childhood. Okay. Lindsay, you have one more? <laughs> oh, I don't... I, I think I had... Did I have one more? I think I have one I more. Think you do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, listen to the never has. Okay. Here's one. Here's one. This one is from Shel Silverstein and he wrote where the sidewalk ends. Another common book that I loved as a kid. So we'll finish with this one. Listen to the mustn'ts child. Listen to the don'ts. Listen to the shouldn'ts, the impossibles, the won'ts. Listen to the never haves. Then listen close to me. Anything can happen, child. Anything can be. Oh, so cool. Very motivational. And actually, yeah, I mean, I think this one is maybe somewhat cultural, too. And we could end on this by asking our listeners to come back to our blog today, 544 in the search bar, type it in, come to the blog, write a comment. You know, is this quote, is this book where the sidewalks walk ends, Shel Silverstein, is that popular in your culture? Like, what do you think about this quote? This is a very much like in, in American culture, like we do have a bit of that, like, can do value right we have a little bit of that i mean do you agree michelle yeah it's a a narrative in our culture if you look at all the movies you look at the movie that movie with rudy what was that movie that football player i think um, it's called rudy rudy yeah it's called (laughs) the the underdog right we have that value it's baked in our narrative it's baked in our children's books as we see here right this quote is saying like okay listen to what people say when they say you can't you don't you won't you shouldn't and then and then believe me you can. Anything is possible. Anything can be. Right? Right. So, again, I think it's really cultural. And I want to know, guys, in your culture, like, would this quote exist? And if not, what are the quotes? What are the narratives? What are the poems that kids are read in your culture? It's a huge topic. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Oh, I love this topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we talked about this and 
you know, it was a very emotional experience. I know. It's because we can see the, we have some cool images that go along with these quotes. I don't think we can put them on our blog, but we'll link from our blog yeah. to these images, guys. And you can, you can go to that. You can navigate to that link and find those yeah. images that go along with these quotes. Very poetic. Very nice. Very, very nice. <laughs> okay. This has been fun. Good topic. Again, I think it's so like, I think it's good to look at ourselves and our, our cultural scripts and like what we believe and think like, why do we believe what we believe? Like, where does yeah. that come from? It starts at age zero like it starts when we're born like what our, our so parents are saying to us you know it's Definitely. fascinating so all right Lindsay. well thank you so much all right cool michelle i'll see you soon okay bye bye thanks for listening to all ears english and if you believe in connection not perfection Follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.